Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, divisional round weekend. Of the NFL postseason, or as I like to say, football nirvana. The greatest weekend in football. The eight teams still standing, four games over two days. Unbelievably excited to talk about it with my buddy Steve Fezzik here on the Even Money podcast presented by BlueApron.com. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. As a result, they send you seafood that's sourced sustainably under top-notch standards. Produce sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. I mean, they, they, they spare no expense to make sure that the ingredients you're getting for things like the spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes or pork chops or chipotle pepper enchiladas are absolutely delicious. Remember, not all ingredients are created equal. You need to get Blue Apron ingredients. It's affordable. There's a tremendous amount of variety. You can... Have the plan exactly the way you want it with a flexible plan. It's easy, and they guarantee that the food will be delivered the way you want. Here's the deal. You want three meals free with free shipping? Who doesn't? Go to blueapron.com slash even. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash even. Blue Apron. A blue Apron, a better way to cook. Steve, I was not cooking last week. Steve, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. I am merely Ross Tucker, a former NFL offensive lineman. And Steve, it was not good. It was my worst weekend ever. Now, you were fine. You were up one unit. I was down seven units. I passed, you know, the Houston game against Oakland. We both did. 
you ended up doing an exotic there, uh, under seven and a half for the first quarter, which was a loss. Detroit, I put two units there, came up short. You put two units on the over. That didn't hit for you either. But then Sunday was your day. Sunday, I got slaughtered. I had two units on the Dolphins. Didn't work. You had two units on the Steelers. We went head-to-head. It worked. Then I put two units on the Giants and one unit on the under. I was wrong on both accounts. You put two units on the over, and you nailed it. So you were up one, Steve, which puts you up 22 units for the season. I was down seven, which puts me up seven units for the season. That was a tough one, Steve. So, give me what well, I need some. I need some help here. I'm I'm kind of bummed out. I knew it as it was happening. I just really did not think that those games would be blowouts. You don't see that that often in the NFL, especially with quality teams. Well, I think that you got unlucky on the the last total and I got lucky obviously the Hail Mary with Green Bay so I think you had that one right and I had it wrong I just um, the result got flipped by some strange plays I think um, the playoffs are a different animal than the regular season the regular like I never never say never I almost never will lay double digits during the regular season but I really think in the playoffs it's so different the teams just don't let up and a team gets a lead and they'll just step on your throat. And we really saw that the Giants game, um, even the Detroit game, the, it was a close game into the fourth quarter. And then you blink and you're like, how did that final score happen? Yeah, I, I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, and, and it's weird, Steve, you know, I'm watching the Giants Packers and it's six nothing Giants, you know, with like two minutes left in the second quarter. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, finally, that one will come through for me. And Detroit-Seattle felt like, you know, somewhat of an easy, you know, evenly matched game for a lot of that game as well. I didn't think the Seahawks would end up winning by 20. I mean, it was just, it was, look, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, and I was very, very wrong and very surprised, I'd say, at how wrong I was, clearly. And I think the... In, in general, good basic strategy. I always like to compartmentalize different parts of the season. During the season, I think, look to take the points. I don't think that's such a good strategy during the playoffs where uh, the point spreads, if it's an ultra-public team and the point spread super inflated, absolutely. But I would make the case, like in the Pittsburgh game, there was a lot of motivation. Uh, Pittsburgh had revenge. It was zero-degree wind chill for a team from Miami. There were a lot of intangibles that called for you to take your power ratings, which would have liked Miami, and throw them in the garbage can and say, boy, this was a bad spot. Did you, Ross, did you see the Miami players huddled around the heaters in the second half? Yeah, but that's the way. I mean, I see that. I, I see that at games all the time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that's somewhat common. I, I'm not saying that did they show the Steelers players? I bet you a lot of them were huddled around the heater too. Fair enough. Yes, I think that I think that is uh, a little bit um, overrated. I guess is what I would say. Anyway, uh, let's move on. I'm I'm expecting a bounce back weekend after what happened last weekend. Now you're uh, man, you're 
you're 3x on me. You're, you're 3x on me at this point, up 22 units, and I'm down to just being up 7 units. Anyway, let's do it, Brian. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off. First game, Saturday, Seattle at Atlanta. Atlanta favored by 5 with a total of 51. Tell me about the, the movement in this one so far, Steve. So it opened three and a half, and the wise guys and the public are both backing the Atlanta Falcons. Why do you think that is? A lot of it has to do with Atlanta having a historically good offense. They average like 6.7 yards per play, and the NFL average is five and a half, and that's like one of the five best offenses we've seen since 1970. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um... But people are not convinced by what they saw from Seattle Saturday night? That didn't inspire anybody? As you said, they're up seven in the fourth quarter and somewhat of a phony final. Yeah, man. I'm going to go with the Falcons in this game. I I believe they're primed and ready. You know me, Steve. I I hate laying points. I, I just, I hate it. But I think the Falcons are not the same old Falcons in the postseason. I think they're ready for this opportunity. I think they're going to take advantage of it, make the most of it. I think Seattle still has issues. They played a sort of a rundown Lions team at home. I think this will be different. You know, in Seattle was a lot different than in Atlanta. I like the Falcons. Just one unit laying the five points. And I, I guess I would lean to the over in this one, but that's a lot of 51 a lot of points. Yeah. Seattle's defense has not been the same since Earl Thomas went down. I don't care that Detroit in bad weather wasn't able to score. I do think Atlanta torches them. I'm going to put one unit on the over and two units on the Atlanta Falcons to pull in this game. We got a best bet. The best bet. Next game, Steve, the Houston Texans at the New England Patriots. New England favored by 16, total 44.5. Yeah, and this, this spreads all over the place, anywhere from 15 to 16.5. This might surprise some people. I am on New England here. I think that the New England defense has been playing exceptionally well of late. But I think the last seven games they're giving up 12.5 points per game. And that includes 14 points they gave to Baltimore when their kick returners forgot how to handle the ball and hold on to it, and they gave away two touchdowns. Uh, Houston is ranked by some as having the best defense in the NFL, but that's phony. Um, That's based upon, um, I think, the number of points that they've given up. Um, But if you look at their actual metrics, yeah, they're a very good defense, but they're not the best defense, and... New England is just absolutely elite as far as a team. These two teams have played twice in the past two years. New England 54, Houston 6. More troubling, one of those games, Jacoby Brissett quarterbacked New England for the entire game. If Houston can't compete in either one of those games, what makes us think that this crappy Houston team that isn't even a playoff team, shouldn't be one, is going to suddenly with Brock Osweiler, the the much-despised ostrich, going to go to Gillette where there's a four-point home field advantage for New England and compete. They won't. New England will cover it by halftime. I'm going to call for a very extreme final score. New England 37, Houston 3. Two units, New England, one unit under. Texans are 0-4 all-time in New England, including the playoffs. 
The four losses have been by a combined 101 points. I, I cannot believe, though, Steve, knowing you that you're laying that many points. That is insane. Uh, I'm going the other way. We're going head-to-head on this one. I think the final score is like 27-13, something, something in that range. So I'll put one unit on the Texans getting the 16 points in this one. I do have faith in their defense. Their defense is excellent. And offensively, I think that they'll, they'll do enough to get to 10 points. And the defense will keep New England in check a little bit. So we'll go head-to-head. I'm putting one unit on the Texans. Ross, on to Sunday, it's uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. The Chiefs at home favored by one and a half with a total of 44 and a half. Let me ask you something, um, Steve. I feel like I'm a little gun shy now, like one unit for both after I had such a bad week. Is that a common thing? Oh, very common. When people are winning, they like to step it up, and it kind of makes good sense that if you feel like you're not seeing things as well as you were and you had a bad week to maybe take a step back and bet a little bit less. I will tell you that most pros pretty much have their bet sizing and they keep it the same regardless of a good or a bad week. All right, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. This is the one I feel the best about, I'd say. Uh, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know Kansas City has played well at home, but, you know, they really haven't. I mean, they've lost to the Bucks at home. Who else? Did, they should have lost to the Jags at home. Who else did they lose? They lost to somebody else at home that they shouldn't have lost to. Um, I can't remember who it was, but anyway. And I know the Steelers are not as good on the road, but Steelers have the better offensive line, the better quarterback, the better running back, the better wide receiver. I don't think the defenses are that different. I think the Chiefs have gotten a lot of plays from Tyree Kill. They're going to need him to make a couple plays to win this game. I don't think that they do. I like the Steelers to win the football game. And I'm, I like getting the, the point and a half. I'm putting two units on the Steelers, getting the point and a half. What's been the line movement here, Steve? Initially, it opened up at Pickham, and the money came in on the Steelers. The Steelers went up to two. Big Ben showed up in a walking boot for the post-game interviews, and all the money came back on Kansas City, explaining why Kansas City is favored now. Got it. All right, who you got? Uh, we're going to go head-to-head. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think you bring up very valid points about the concerns about the Chiefs. i got to tell you, this is the week I love teams off the of buys. I just absolutely love that extra week of rest. Part of the reason I liked Pittsburgh so much last week is they rested everyone against Pittsburgh as much as you can rest someone with a reduced roster in the NFL, but you know, they rest the three big B's. Um, now Kansas city has that week of rest. Andy Reed is a monster off of a buy in the NFL. He is, has just a tremendous uh, post buy record. And so really the same thing applies here. Um, the weather, I think, greatly favors Kansas City. 90% precipitation, supposed to be freezing rain. I think that will slow down Pittsburgh. Big Ben is not nearly as good on the road as he is at home where he's an absolute monster. So because of that, I'll favor Kansas City. I will also go under in this game for one unit as well, one unit on both. 
All right, Steve, the final game is Green Bay at Dallas. Cowboys, four-and-a-half-point favorites, total 52. So Green Bay has all the experience. They are playing lights out out of their minds. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 21 touchdown passes, no interceptions during the past eight weeks. I know Jordy Nelson uh, will likely be out if he plays. He'll be ineffective. I don't know if it matters. It matters, but as well as Rodgers is playing, I still think Green Bay finds ways to put up points. But i got to tell you, that Green Bay defense, okay, they got away with it last week against Eli and company and Beckham off the boat, not ready to go. I think that Dallas is going to absolutely torch this depleted Green Bay secondary. I see fireworks all over the place in this one. Going to go over two units. Okay. Um, Man. As of when we're recording this, we don't think Jordy Nelson. I don't think Jordy Nelson is going to play. Does he move the line at all, Steve? Oh, sure. He's worth a point. Okay. Um, so that line could move based on more information coming out? I would argue it already has. It opened four, and that's why money's coming on Dallas. It's because the expectation is that Jordy isn't going to play. I think it would have dropped to three and a half if he was healthy, and it's gone up to four and a half because we don't think he's playing. Got it. Yeah, I don't think he's playing either. And I, I know what Aaron Rodgers has done, and it's extremely impressive, but I just what was your bet on this one again, Steve? You took the over? I did. Okay. Yeah, um I'm with you on that. I, I do think that a lot of points are gonna be put up. I think I like the Cowboys to win the game. I think much like how I feel about Atlanta, they're primed, they're ready for this. I'm gonna put one unit on the Cowboys laying the four and a half. I think Jordy Nelson not playing is really significant. Really significant. So I'm going to lay – because I, I don't think Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb, when the other team knows that they're not playing, I don't think they're up to the task. So I like Dallas. I'll give them one unit laying the four and a half, and I'll put two units on the over as well. I think you know this game easily is, gets to 31-24, something like that. So we got a best bet. The best bet. And I guess that's it. For the picks this week, we do have time for an email. Let's do it, Brian. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. The email address, Ross at RossTucker.com. Hi, Ross. Below are order confirmations for Omaha Steak and also Amazon.com using your banner ad. Thank you very much. This is from Scott, Sacra, Sacra, one of them. He said, I have a question for Fezzik. I usually make a significant portion of my bets as basic strategy teasers. With the playoffs just around the corner, the full game menu more limited, and the power rating more solidified, does he ever bet non-basic strategy teasers, even teasing totals? That's Scott Sacra from Stowe, Massachusetts. Excellent question. Um, Let's start with what a basic strategy teaser is. And if, um, by the way, I'll give you a reference if you want to look this up for any um, publication, Sharp Sports Betting by Stanford Wong discusses basic strategy teasers that basically calls for the fact that three, four, six, and seven are such common numbers in the NFL that when you tease, you get an extra six points. 
on your wager. And so if you're looking at a minus eight and you can tease it down to minus two, you go through those key number corridors. Same thing, a plus two up to a plus eight. You want to capture three, four, six, and seven. There's only one game that qualifies this week. That would be Pittsburgh, Kansas City. So if you like Pittsburgh, like Ross does, you could take that Pittsburgh plus one and a half or plus two and tease them on up six points to plus seven and a half, plus eight. And that way, if Pittsburgh loses by all those juicy numbers of three, four, six, or seven, you would turn a loss into a win. The problem is you don't have another game to uh, play a basic strategy teaser. Good points that the um, the listener made that you would expect maybe that the games would come in closer to the spread during playoffs. But you know what? That hasn't been my experience. Look at last week. Teams don't let up when they get ahead, and you don't get the backdoor covers as often. And so because of that, I really don't like teasers more in the playoffs than I do during the regular season. So because of that, I only play what your um, listener calls those basic strategy teasers. And since we don't have two teams that qualify, no action for me on teasers this week. Got it. Good question. I love when people submit questions to Even Money because I don't ever know the answers. So I learn something every week. So hopefully over the next few weeks, we're going to have time for lots of email questions. So send them to me, Ross at RossTucker.com with whatever sponsor confirmation over at RossTucker.com that you take advantage of. They're all awesome. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them as sponsors in the first place. That'll do it for the Even Money podcast love those emails love those of you that retweet steve or retweet me or brian at rtf podcast i'm at ross tucker nfl he's at fezic sports obviously you got the amazon banner ad the paypal contributions you can make on the site and all the sponsors that i just referenced other than that i think we're done here good luck everybody hope you win some money Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, the only place where you should go to place any of these wagers, BetDSI.com. You know why? Number one, the mobile site works great. Number two, you win, you get paid, period. Number three, we're giving you free $15 with the code TUCKER15. So, again, divisional round, NFL playoffs, always a big game, four standalone games, big weekend of football. Go to betdsi.com, use that code TUCKER15, to get your free $15.